You are listening to the Tea and Life podcast, where we sip on our favorite cup of tea and process life. In order to gain perspective and become the best version of ourselves, we have to reflect on our struggles and experiences. This will open our eyes to the true power of our stories. So grab your tea and let's process this week's topic. Hey, welcome back to the Tea and Life podcast. I hope that you are having a good day whenever you are listening to this. I hope that you are having grace for yourself and uh, extending that grace to other people uh, in return. And I've been working, I have been working really hard to show myself grace in my actions, my thoughts, and just my patterns of behavior. It's very hard to show myself grace because I've always been really hard on myself. But lately, I have just come to a point where I just, I need it. You know, we really need to be gracious and we need to um, know that we're human and really show that to ourselves honestly first, then we can extend that to others. Um, And sometimes I think that we try to do things for other people and we don't do them for ourselves and we end up burnt out, we end up resentful because we feel that we're not getting that treatment or that kind of grace. Um, When in turn, if we started that with ourselves and then we extend that to others, you know, we are pouring from a filled cup. We're not pouring from an empty cup. Today's episodes, like pretty much the rest of episodes that are going to be coming uh, on this podcast are just really free thought flowing things that I have been processing. I have been honestly working on literally like in the present moments, in the present days, in the past week, weeks and months. And I think um, this is the direction I want to take this podcast just because it is, first of all, a lot easier on my brain. And also it's challenging myself, challenging my perfectionist mindset. It is um, really putting what, um, putting the things that I'm working on into practice. So we're processing letting go and, um, and just letting go of, of certain things, letting go, especially of things that don't serve us or serve you. Um, and that is really hard because sometimes the things that we need to let go, we don't notice them very easily. And sometimes the things that we need to let go seem good. Um, and I'm just going to talk about that a little bit and kind of my experience and journey with the certain things that I'm talking about and I've been letting go and I'm trying to let go and um, it's hard. So for me, I've been trying letting go of the fact that I want to control everything, that everything I touch and do has to be perfect or the world is going to crumble into pieces. And I know that sounds really extreme, but if you are a perfectionist, you understand this. Um, and the way I know that I'm a perfectionist is just going back into my past, back into school. Um, school is really a big uh, way for me to see my perfectionism uh, tendency and coping mechanism come out because I was that, you know, I'm not only type A, but I'm very much um, driven person. Um, so I thought that my perfectionism was part of that, but honestly, my perfectionism is a coping mechanism. And so in school, I would strive for A's, strive for top students, strive for 4.0s, and Obviously, none of that is wrong. You know, we want to strive. But the reason why I was doing that and a chunk of it was not just because, you know, I wanted to have the best education and wanted to take every opportunity in my education. But it was because I was trying to control. I was trying to, you know, ensure that my grades and things at school were perfect there because everything else was falling apart and growing up in trauma and all those things. I wanted some kind of control and something to feel that it's good. So that's something that. I cannot be doing anymore because I'm not in a crisis. I don't live in a refugee camp. I've, I, you know, I, I'm not like in that state of, um, I need something to help me get by. Um, so my perfectionist tendencies and coping mechanisms, that's something that I'm letting go and letting go of that really opens a door for so much, so much excitement, so much, 
um, of the unknown and so many things to come and honestly freedom and really just um, me being able to live in the moment because um, when you're trying to control every moment, it's very hard to just experience it. So that's really one of the things that I'm trying to do and letting go of. Another thing that I'm letting go of is um, the people that I follow or listen to on social media um, or the, the apps and the things that I'm on. And obviously I'm on like the majority apps, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, whatever you name it, the things, you know, I'm on that and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not one of those people who thinks you sh social media, social media, social media is like the devil. You know, I think social media is really like, you know, it's awesome. And we live in, in, a, in an age, in an, in an age, in an age where we have every bit of information that the human kind, the species has ever had, like in one place, you can just find it like that. But also I get to dictate who and what I listen to. An example of this is a lot of uh, fitness influencers. So basically for me, I've been letting go of diet culture and that has been hard because I have always been, you know, I was an athlete in school. Um, I love to work out, love to exercise, but there's something about diet culture that really shifted and distorted my view of my body and myself that I needed to let go of. So that meant me unfollowing pretty much every single like fitness influencer that I follow. And I followed a lot of them. You know, because what was happening is I was comparing myself to those people and their bodies and where they are at. And I was like, I will never look like that. And that's the honest truth. I would never look like that. Why? Because I'm not them. God created me with my own body, my own everything, you know, like everything is so uniquely mine that I cannot compare myself to another person. And then also once I start comparing myself to that person and their body, I start to like beat myself up. I feel bad about myself. I create this, you know, uh, self-loathing, you know, cycle. And also that brings down my self-esteem. So that doesn't serve me. I stopped dieting or even really paying attention to what I eat like that. Like obviously I don't, I'm not gonna eat cake every day, whatever, I just don't do that. But I quit, um, trying to lose weight i quit trying to really anything about weight loss i really cut it out like i just stopped because it was so it was wrecking me and and if you've gone through this and if you know what i mean it is so hard that's something that i cut out was diet culture it wasn't serving me it was literally pushing and and honestly um enforcing self-hate and like especially the hate of my body so honestly the last six months i have i've had the most amazing relationship with my body that I could ever remember years past like I have been dieting and trying to lose weight since I was like like 11 you know because I just never I always been the bigger girl and nothing is wrong with being the bigger girl nothing is wrong with being the bigger girl because like we just have to come to terms with the fact that some of us were created to be bigger and some of us were created to be smaller and whatever terms you want to use that skinny fat whatever you want to use that some of us were created to be bigger and some of us were created to be smaller point blank period something that i heard a while ago was that basically she was saying that if we're in the garden of eden and we were all all of us were in the garden of eden where garden eden is perfect everything is perfect we would all be different sizes why because god created us to be different sizes and honestly that thought literally blew my mind because i was like we're all trying to be this one size but we weren't created like that. If God wanted us to all be little tiny skinny people or, you know, all of us flat ass and whatever, he would have created us like that. You know, if God wanted us to all have big lips and big eyes and long lashes, he would have done it, right? And 
that's something that like hearing that literally shifted everything in me because I was like, I'm really trying, you know, why am I trying to lose weight? Why am I striving like this? So honestly, like I'm just here. I'm enjoying the food that I eat. I love to eat. I love to eat with my fiance. And, you know, part of our adventures is eating. You know, we had such a fun time driving across the country, eating different foods in different states. Um, we love to eat like foreign food, all kinds of different foods we love to eat. But diet culture and dieting limits all of that. You know, obviously, like I said, you know, health is different for everyone. And health health is not all the same size basically i i'm not beautiful because i'm skinny but i'm already beautiful it doesn't matter if i'm skinny or it doesn't matter if i'm fat if it doesn't matter what the the scale says whatever you know it doesn't matter that was just a long example of if it doesn't serve you let it go especially right now where we're living in such a high consumption of of um of media if it doesn't serve you let it go because your your brain is subconsciously processing these things and it's creating all these different um ideas and thoughts in your head and sometimes you're like where did that come from are you forming your own opinions or are people on tiktok forming them for you are you researching the topics of you know the daily gossip and news that people are talking about on tiktok or are you just listening and taking it in for yourself for me that's a behavior that i had to let go i had to cut off because it's not serving me that leads into thoughts and um basically letting go of thoughts letting go of thoughts that don't serve you because our thoughts create our actions right so that's the, the main thing that I have been really learning and researching is how our thoughts literally create our actions. Every thought that we have is like the way it's like manifested is through an action, right? So um, we really have to go back into really like letting go of thoughts that don't serve us. Thoughts of like, I'm not beautiful. Thoughts of like, I'm ugly. Thoughts of I'm not enough. You know, those are really hard thoughts to let go of because they're rooted in something else. So they're probably rooted in other thoughts. One of the thoughts that I have been letting go of is I'm not good enough. For me, um, in order for me to be good enough when I feel good enough is I have to prove it, right? I'm a very practical person. So one of the things that I've been doing is challenging myself to do things that um, I can do, if that makes any sense. So one of the things that I've been doing is a lot of graphic design. And I have been really into graphic design for a very long time. But, you know, for a while I was like, you know what? I'm not that talented. I'm not, you know, I can't draw. I can't do this. So I'm not going to do graphic design because... I'm not good at it so but that's really not true at all obviously i'm not like a like professional whatever very much really low level like new new amateur like barely scratch the surface i'm learning and i'm not saying i'm great at it but i'm saying that i have the ability to be good at it but for some reason this thought of i'm not good enough has really wrapped itself around so many things in my life not just in my relationship but also in my work ethic and so many different things that it's limiting me from going after the things that I'm good at the things that I, I enjoy and I love graphic design so lately I've just been literally playing on Canva creating these graphics and things that I don't know if I'll either show put out there whatever but just so I can affirm the fact that I am good at graphic design I like this so that thought honestly I'm countering that thought by actually an action right so what I do is I'm like, okay, I, I'm not good enough. Mm -mm. Let's prove me wrong because I'm wrong. So I go do something that I know I know will show me that I'm good enough. So you're basically affirming your affirmation through actions, you know, and we can sit here and say, I am enough, I am enough. But sometimes, you know, yeah, saying it really helps us reshape our thinking, but also doing it. So maybe you need to do something practical. For me, it's going out there and sitting there and creating graphics so I know that I'm good or editing something or even this podcast, you know, like, this is not easy work. Not everyone can sit here and do a podcast, you know, or edit it or whatever, you know, I had to learn and I know what to, I know how to do it, you know? So 
I am good enough, you know, and sometimes it's just proving yourself wrong, really. Letting go of behaviors and things that don't serve me is sometimes just proving myself the opposite, you know, in my relationship is it's the struggle of I'm not good enough for my fiance. And it's just like, you know, proving that wrong, you know, and saying I am good enough. He loves me. He's here. I, I do X, Y, and Z, you know, for him. I love him. First of all, like I know with my heart and my head, I love him. So this thought is wrong because of this evidence. Um, so it's actually something that, um, my therapist helped me really do. It's kind of like a, take your thoughts to the court, you know, really take them to the court, put them on the stand, put them on trial and, you know, bring evidence, right? So the evidence you have, like the example I just gave about me feeling like I'm not good enough for my fiance, we're going to take it to trial. What evidence do we have of that? If it's true that I'm not good enough, nothing, there's nothing there. And then what evidence do we have that it is true that I'm good enough. There was like a gajillion evidence, right? So it's really like, you know, do that with your thoughts. And honestly, the last week or so I have been tr doing that and it has been helping me. Obviously, there's literally days where like like yesterday or the day before I literally was just in a rut of like thinking I'm not good enough. I felt shame. I felt so many things that come, came over me. Obviously, this process is literally a lifelong process, but the younger and the sooner and the better. What, what am I saying? The sooner you start it, the better, right? I'm 22. Did you guys hear that? Hello? Oh, oh it's my seat. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, um, but yeah, the, the sooner you start these things, the sooner you start really, you know, letting go and really like putting it into practice. It's a process. It's work. Letting go of things is work, you know, especially behaviors, especially thought patterns. You know, thought patterns are so hard to let go of because they're literally entrenched in our minds and our brains wants to be efficient. It's easy for our brain to think the same thoughts because it wants to be efficient, right? Our brain really just wants to do its best and, you know, but we need to counter that. Our brain is just like a child. It doesn't really know what to do. It just does whatever it wants, what it thinks it's best. But we need to kind of, you know, reframe our brain, retrain our brain by, you know, reaffirming our affirmations by, you know, taking our thoughts to court and proving ourselves wrong, you know, and honestly, the whole court thing, like, it's just has blown my mind. And I hope that blows your mind or maybe you're already doing it. I don't know. But certain parts of my life are lighting up in color because of letting go of certain things, really accepting and letting go and saying, that's not serving me anymore. You got to go. I'm actually holding, you know, I was drinking tea throughout this episode um, and I'm drinking the lemon ginger um, with probiotics from Bigelow. So this is such a good tea. It tastes so good. So good. It tastes so good with um, with oat milk. Like, oh, I, I drank like four cups of this last night. And I, I base I, yeah, it was a lot of tea, but it's so good. Like, obviously, I love this tea, but I wasn't able to drink this tea for a while because it, had, it has probiotics in it. And I had a, um, I had a bacteria that um, we were trying to trying to get rid of so I couldn't really drink anything with probiotics but this tea is so good highly recommend it it's literally one of my favorite teas on the planet so yeah I hope that you take time you know what I'm gonna say time to process show yourself some grace have grace for yourself this week or whatever time you are in when you listen to this episode and I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tea and Life podcast. If you love this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you use to listen. Your feedback helps me grow and continue to produce more episodes like this. You can also follow the Tea and Life podcast on Instagram at the Tea and Life podcast to stay connected in the community. See you in the next episode.